This is Bad Gamers Anonymous, a podcast dedicated to helping gamers not suck. Their two-step program of sack up and get good can help even the worst of gamers just be bad. Garrick and Crowley review the latest titles and discuss the latest news and issues. Here are your hosts, Bad Gamer Garrick and Bad Gamer Crowley. Get good, scrubs. Yes, welcome to yet another episode of Bad Gamers Anonymous. I am your host, Mr. Crowley. Joining me, as he does from time to time or week to week or whenever he feels like it, it's Garrick. Hello, it's me, your favorite co-host, Garrick. And may I just say, Crowley, it is quite an honor to be here today talking with you. Why? Because some may hate on us. Some may describe our podcast as being too garrulous. Oh, what's garrulous, you ask? Well, as it happens, garrulous means given to excessive and often trivial or rambling talk tirelessly or tiresomely talkative. How are Man, you, Crowley? I was better until <laughs> you said that, and now I am worse. Welcome uh, to episode, what is this? Uh, do you remember what episode number this I is? Lost I don't count. even. Let's say 57. I don't think that's accurate. I'm going to say it's 52, episode 52, no, episode 53, as a matter of fact. And I don't even know what to call this episode, but it is Saturday, uh, September 15th in the year of our Lord, 2018. Amen. And uh, we will uh, we'll just move on. Let's just, what have you been up to, Garrick, this week? Uh, things? What have you been doing? A lot of running around, a lot of working, working longer hours than I probably should be. Um, a lot of not playing Spider-Man, a lot of not playing much of anything, really, unfortunately. Haven't had the time. You are such a bad gamer. I am a good student. Well, I suppose if you're going to be one or the other, you'd probably want to be a good student. I, thank you for asking, by the way, uh, have been playing Spider-Man. I still haven't finished. However, I'm very close. All side missions are done. All boroughs all areas of New York, whatever you want to call it, are 100% complete. I am just trying to get through that story, which I guess this is as good a time as any in the in the show. I want to make an addendum. A, I want to revise. I want to revisit my 9.5 that I gave Spider-Man last week. And I want to update that. And I want to give it an 11 out of 10. This is indeed what? Game of the Year material. Yes. What? Okay. Uh, so uh, what What changed your mind? The story. Okay. The story went in a direction that I didn't think it was going to go. Some of the things that I were upset about got resolved. Like, I was, I was kind of upset, like, where the Sinister Six? Like, this isn't a Spider-Man origin story. So who has he been fighting this whole time? Well, apparently he's been fighting the Sinister Six. They just haven't been known as the Sinister Six. So that got resolved. Like this story just, it it's like I said last week, it's sucking me in and it's doing a very good job. So I want to update it. 11 out of 10. This is indeed game of the year material. It is at least, at the very least, on par with Detroit Become Human. Mm. If not, slightly better. Mm. I'm happy to hear that, Crowley. I'm happy to hear that. So there you go. Yeah, I'm happy to hear it, too, because I really wanted it to be, and I don't think that I willed it to be. I think that just going back and actually enjoying the story and not trying to plow through content, once I finished everything, 
It's like, oh wow, okay, this thing's kind of amped up. They ramped up real quick. So I'm 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 a I'm a pretty happy guy right now. Excellent, so. excellent. I'm glad you you came over to the spider side. To the spidey side, sure. Yeah. Okay, I, don't I got know. nothing. This I, is a bad week, Crowley. I don't either. Dan, it's 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 a week. It's a week, man. It's, <laughs> it's a week. It's just a week. There's it's a just heat a wave going on. I'm all right? sweaty. What's going on? Ugh. It's been smoking cigars. I was looking forward to cooler weather at night. It's like 80 yeah. degrees at eight yeah. o'clock. Ridiculous. Like, what's Ridiculous. going on? I don't even know. I'm gonna blame global warming. I believe they call it climate change now. Why? The climate's always changing. Well, that's a stupid name. It's changing more than we anticipated. I don't know. Dude. It's also a myth. Let's just move on. Uh, let's <laughs> just, look. I'm just fair warning to everybody out there. Crowley's in a mood this week, and you're all gonna feel it. Yeah, especially me. I'm sure you've all been warned. Okay, you millennials. I've had enough of you. I've had enough of your crap. Crowley's Crowley. going off on Crowley. every. Yeah, what? just calm down. Go play some chill. Oh, no, we're not doing that right now. Let's talk about gaming news. <laughs> okay, let's. Carly, is there anything you want to talk about in particular? Uh, there was news going on. Okay. Well, let me get into uh, <laughs> some news that I care about. The sure. Nintendo Direct happened this past Thursday, September 13th, year of our Lord, 2018. And in it, we got a, a, a lot of news, a um, whole bunch of game announcements. Uh, I'll just kind of go in order here, and Carly can make fun of them as I go. First, they announced a new Luigi's Mansion for Switch, for now titled Luigi's Mansion 3. Do you ever play any of the old ones, Crowley? I, I did not, but thank you for asking. You're welcome. I, I've played bits and, and parts of the previous ones, and they're cool, but they're just a little repetitive. So it's cool that we're getting a new Luigi's Mansion. It's nice to see Luigi get the spotlight once in a while. Next, they said they are porting over Kirby's Extra Yarn to the 3DS. Um, I liked Kirby's Extra Yarn uh, back on the DS. Or what? no, it was on wait, the Wii. Wait. What what is Kirby's extra yarn? Kirby's Kirby's yarn was um, Kirby made out of yarn. That was about it. It, it this was, sounds ridiculous <laughs> and dumb. <laughs> they kind of did like they did it with Yoshi. Uh, they did Yoshi's Woolly World. Um, one of the other announcements was Yoshi's Crafty World that got leaked last week. Um, but yeah, everything they, about this sounds stupid. They just kind of they they take these franchises and they make them look super cute. I really like Kirby's Extra Yarn. I, I love how the wait 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 because because Kirby didn't look cute before. Now he He's looks a, even cuter. basically a giant pink marshmallow. Yep. Now he is a giant pink outline of a marshmallow in yarn. Again, I don't understand this rebooting, rethinking, revisiting things. Why can't you just make something new? Why do you have to keep improving on it? See, this is what I'm talking about. You millennials, you can't they, just they leave did. well enough alone. No, they you did. have to try to tweak it. We already got silly. a new Kirby game earlier this year. Now we're getting a remake of an older one. So we, we're getting the, the best of both worlds. No, this this is look, there's nothing best about this world. Also cute, we're getting Bowser's Inside Story remade for the 3DS. And then for the Switch, they announced New Super Mario U Deluxe coming. Uh, I'm kind of lukewarm on this. I think New Super Mario U on the Wii U was one of the best 2D Mario games. I kind of was hoping for a new 2D Mario for the Switch specifically. But, eh. It's a good opportunity for people to play one of the 
best 2D Mario games, bar none. So I'm this excited silly. for that. So You're I, silly. I know. They also are remastering Katamari Damacy for the Switch. I played the heck out of this game back on what PS2. What is this? What is what is Katamari it Dema- Damacy? It is the weird brainchild of some weird Japanese guy who made this weird game about this little weird spaceman who goes to Earth and then starts rolling things up in a ball. And I'd so rather play Kirby and Yarn. You are like an alien dung beetle just rolling up people's crap. Can I... Can I unravel Kirby if I play Kirby Yarn? I think you can, yeah. Okay, well then I want to unravel Kirby. I'd rather do that than roll around in crap. Fair that enough. sounds stupid. Fair enough. Um, we also got some news on the Nintendo Switch online service, which is actually starting here September 18th, so shortly after the time you are probably listening to this podcast. Nothing really new got announced for this during their direct. Uh, they said, again, it's $20 a year. They prepared a small little video. Um kind of talking about the different features and everything. They did say uh, out of the 20 NES games that we're getting as part of the service, they announced five of the unannounced ones so far. So now we know 15 of the 20 uh, NES games. What are coming. the 15, 20, uh, uh, 15 out of the 20? So the, the biggest one that just got announced that I'm excited for is Metroid, the original Metroid. Are you, oh, I'm sorry. Were you waiting for a positive reaction from your co-host? I mean, yeah. Well, I know you don't like you Metroid, though. Get it. Yeah. yeah. There's, I was never a big Metroid fan. <laughs> There's Balloon Fight, Dr. Mario, Baseball, Donkey Kong, um, Excite Bike, Double Dragon. Excite Bike. I will play Excite Bike and Double Dragon all day long. I do not like Excite Bike. I will play Double Dragon. I'll play the heck out How of Double Dragon. How do you not Dragon. like Excite Bike? I will play the heck out of Double Dragon. Do you like Duck Hunt? I do like Duck Hunt. How do you not like Excite Bike? Because I don't like Excite Bike. What is wrong with you? Why do you like Excite what Bike? What's you? so exciting about Excite Bike? I've played better. Well, it's in the title, games. Excite Bike. What? It's in the title. That's what it's, it's no. exciting about it. No, no, no. It's not even exciting. It's false advertising. That's what it is, Crowley. On top of the NES announcements, they also announced that we are getting NES-style controllers for the Switch. So in place of Joy-Cons, you have these NES controllers that can hook onto the side. It's a little weird, not going to lie. It looks like your Switch has giant monkey ears or something on the side. And I don't, I don't think you can play it with any other game other than these NES games. Also... Then I'm not seeing the point. Is it just more money? I th- yes. Are they, are they $70 a piece? They're 60 bucks for a two-pack. That's ridiculous. They are only available to people with a paid online account, according to Nintendo. Ridiculous. So I don't... I don't no, exactly. I guess I guess it's really eighty dollars if you want this. You have to pay for the it's, year subscription. I won't and do buy it. These. I won't do it. In fact, I may not even do the twenty dollars. Because fine. so far, out of all those games that you've said, I've only played. I'd only played two of them. Yeah, and I mean, if you already got the NES Classic, then you really don't have a need for these games on the Switch either. I'll probably you get it because I'm a sucker. I may sell the Switch in order to feed my cigar addiction. Good lord! Well. To each their Anybody own. Anybody want to buy a Switch? <laughs> Gently smoked. Gently smoked Switch. Is there uh, anything exciting that came out of this Nintendo Direct? I game mean, Freak, I know that- maker of Pokemon, they announced a new game called Town. 
takes place in a town. Did they put the inn back on the you Nintendo fight building? Monsters. Yet? I don't know if they did. I haven't seen anything about that. I would guarantee that they probably haven't yet. Because in our Discord, we actually took the N off the Nintendo channel in honor to to show solidarity with those that lost house and home, maybe life, in this typhoon that Godzilla brought upon the island of Japan. And I, I appreciate that sentiment. I think that's a very, very sweet sentiment. It was the very least we could do. Literally, it was the very <laughs> least we could do. Yeah, I bet. Um, so maybe you will be excited for this, but Civilization Six got announced for the Switch. Dude, uh, didn't we talk about this last week? Because I am super excited about this, and I want to play it right now. Civ Six and Skitty, City Skylines is also for the Switch. Now, do you need the service to play Civilization Six? Like, I, that's, I guess, the if, question I have. If you're playing online service... against other people, yes. Okay, so you don't need it to connect, like some games, like a lot of, I mean, this was a thing back in the day, Ubisoft said that you had to be online yeah, in no. order to play some games. So it's not like that anymore with the Nintendo, with the Nintendo Switch, you can just play these games. You don't have to have the service in order to play these games, as long as you understand you're playing them solo. Yeah, now we might get okay. online only games like we see on PlayStation and on um, Xbox and PC, things like that, but... Uh, as of right now, the only online-only game is Fortnite, I believe. And no, there, plays there are that. a couple other ones as well. Um, That's just a little game, Fortnite. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, most people probably have never even heard of it. Right, we've never talked about it exactly. on the show. Um, another one that will be online-only that just got a release date. We knew it was coming, but Warframe is coming to the Switch November 20th. That one will be online-only as well. So look forward to buying that subscription plan. Now, the interesting thing about this, that is a free-to-play game. Fortnite's a free-to-play game. Fortnite, the Nintendo does not require you to have their online service if you want to play Fortnite. So that's that's really nice. I wonder if Warframe's going to do the same thing. Because PlayStation has this kind of similar uh, uh, policy enacted. If it's a free game, they don't require PlayStation Plus. I don't know. That's a. It'll be inter- interesting, I guess, to see what they do. Um, if they, I, I would imagine they're going to follow PlayStation's lead, but I don't know. Maybe they won't. Maybe they will. Yeah, that that'll be I, interesting I, to see. And that that's. I honestly don't care. <laughs> of course you don't. Okay. Um, now something I care about. I was actually looking at getting old copies of this game recently. Chocobo's Mystery Dungeon. Everybody got announced coming to the Switch. I am what? really excited for this. Did you ever play any of the Chocobo Mystery Dungeons? No, 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 I didn't. I don't know why anybody did. They are roguelike dungeon crawlers featuring a Chocobo as the lead character. No. And you can befriend no, monsters and have them as part of your team. It was super cute. I liked this game a lot. I'm excited Man, to get it Is back. anybody else seeing a theme here with Nintendo and super cute? Super cute. Speaking of cute... World of Final Fantasy is coming to the Switch as well. These are full of a whole bunch of chibi, cute-looking Final Fantasy characters. And monsters, of course. And also, speaking of Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy twelve got announced for the Switch. This was quite the surprise when I saw this. Did I you, might play that. Yeah, because you liked twelve, right? Uh, no, I've never played twelve. You've never played twelve. No, uh, I so I played Final Fantasy uh, like all of them up to seven. I think I even played eight and nine. Then I played eleven and online or fourteen. 
and then I I, I didn't play. I, I haven't played any of the others. We played 15. Uh, oh, I did play 15. That's right. I did. Yeah. I actually enjoyed that. That was uh, game of the year for six, 16. Yep. For me. Yes, yeah. it was. Not for me. I know not for you. That game is still coming out with extra content. Terrible gamer. Well, Final Fantasy you know 15 it's, mobile it's edition. It's two years and it's still coming out with content. What does that tell you? They keep coming out with different versions too. The The mobile edition just came to Switch a week ago as well. I saw that and I had no desire to play it. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. It's something. It's something. It's something. Um, but as far as other main entries into the Final Fantasy franchise, 7... 9, 10, and 10 HD Remastered are all getting ported to the Switch as well. I, I like, might want to play those. I might want to revisit those on the Switch. Or as Joby One Kenobi, again from the Discords in Ear Glue Media, says, uh, play it while you poop. That's true. You can play Final Fantasy while you poop. What I really uh, like about this You know this what? I've never played Final Fantasy while I poop, and I think that might be on my bucket list. You've never played, you, surely, Crowley, with as much as you played the mobile game. We you, don't talk about the mobile game. <laughs> That is the game of which we do not speak. The one that you spent like $50 on? It was less than $50, and it was $50 that I really wish I would have put towards cigars. <laughs> now? Well, yeah. But you're saying that you never played that mobile game while you we were on the toilet. We don't talk about it. No, we don't talk about it. So Therefore, you, I never played it on the did. toilet. You did. Everybody no, I just said I didn't. What, what part news. of I didn't do you not understand? Breaking news. Move on. Uh, I, I like how are they... Are we almost done with this? They are Nintendo not. Direct? You're looking I mean, at the been, show notes. You can tell me, too. <laughs> uh, it's like 20 minutes of just Nintendo Direct. Good. Like, did Good. Nintendo Direct, did, did it last more than 20 minutes? Yeah, it was I feel like, like 40 like we've minutes spent long. More, I, I feel like we've spent no. more time on it than they did. It was 40 minutes long for the Direct. Isabel uh, from Animal Crossing has been announced for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, uh, and also a new Animal Crossing has been announced for 2019. Yes. Now we're done with Nintendo Direct. Animal Crossing for the Switch coming next year. I can't wait. Crowley, I don't care what your opinion is. I can't wait. (laughs) For the two people still listening, we're done with Nintendo now. Okay. No, wait. (laughs) No, we're not, because I'm really disappointed that they're not bringing Final Fantasy VIII to the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, me too. Seven, nine, and ten, but not eight. Come on. Come on. Garrick's Gregarious Games. Hi, I'm Garrick, and I like games. First up. No scat. No scat. Love it. Keep going. Sorry. First up. I got nothing. I haven't been playing anything this week. Jeez. Well, I see why we spent 20 minutes on freaking Nintendo Direct now. Yeah, I had to, that I was Garrett's Gregarious game. Welcome to Crowley's Corner. Hey, big boy. Want to play some games? Yeah! Uh, yes, welcome to the corner of Crowley, and let's do some stuff with games. I, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out. So I've actually got quite a f- few things that I want to talk about, and none of them are good. So let's just start off with Henry Cavill being in The Witcher the uh, Netflix showrunner as I uh, left uh, social media over some stuff going on with this television series. It's still in development. So Henry Cavill, uh, for those of you who don't know, played Superman in DC's uh, recent uh, crap fest that they have pooped out of whatever director they decided, Zack, Zack Snyder. And then whoever took over for Zack Snyder after Zack Snyder had his meltdown uh, so he he actually I think there's a big rumor that he's not. I don't even know if it's been announced because I don't care because DC sucks. Um, 
regardless, he's going to play uh, the lead character in The Witcher, uh, Geralt. And so for those of you who are Witcher fans, whatever, Geralt, Geralt. Geralt. Geralt of Rivia. Geralt of Rivia. I'm just going to keep calling him Geralt because I don't care. I've only played The Witcher 3. Full disclosure. (laughs) Okay. I'm okay with that. So uh, for those fans of the series know that his daughter is adopted. And her name is, I'm going to butcher it, just like I did Geralt. Geralt? Geralt. Geralt? What a stupid name is Geralt. hard G, Geralt. Is this like Jif and Gif? Sure. It's Gif, by the way. It's Jif. It's Gif. Jif. So anyway, Geralt, he, uh, his daughter's <laughs> adopted, and her name is what, Siri? Yes. Oh, wow, I got it right. Yeah. So they have put out a casting call for a, man, I don't, how do I do this, say this without being, I don't care if I'm insensitive, for a person of color. They have put out a casting call for someone who does not look like Henry Cavill, doesn't have white skin, which in the video game, she looks like Geralt. Geralt. I just, I just, I do it now just so you have to correct me. I don't see what the big deal is here. Like people are all up and I think it's just people want to be outraged for anything. This is silly and it's not, it doesn't have to stay true to the source material, right? Which in this case would be the video game. No, the source material is the books. Right. There are books. And in the books, the source material for the books, is she or is she not the same, Has have, have the same skin color as Geralt? I don't think they ever actually specify in the books. Well, there you go. So I don't see what the big deal is. And how do you know that the author in the books didn't want his name to be Geralt? Um, because he himself said it was Geralt, just like I, the creator of Jif said it's pronounced Jif. Well, it's Geralt and it's Jif. Regardless, <laughs> do you see a big deal here, Garrick? Like, why is everybody up in arms about this? I don't know. I think fanboys are just being fanboys and they're absolute idiots. Uh, everybody is up in arms about this because they just played this awesome game, Witcher 3, and never actually read any of the books or don't know anything about this actual world True fans would know that the continent described in the books have a ton of different colored skinned people at the same continent. Like, it's not a big deal. It's like what region of the continent you're from. That's it. Um, This is a non-story. I don't know how these snowflakes are getting up in arms about nothing. You're a snowflake. I am a snowflake. A pretty (laughs) snowflake. And I just... I don't, yeah, I don't get it either. I don't understand. I, 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 I don't either. I Who think cares? it's just faux outrage. Again, the gaming community as a whole is pretty awful most of the time. And yeah. I think this is just like you should just be happy that Netflix is putting together a Witcher show. Like that's what you need to be happy about. Like the Witcher is an awesome series. It's an awesome series of games that have done remarkably well. And it has, obviously, a pretty rabid fan base. And as we all know, rabid fan bases are idiots. I don't so even know if they're rabid if they don't even tr- truly understand the source material. Uh, I just think they like the boobs in in uh, in The Witcher. I know I, mean, I do. Yeah, that's, that's one of the best parts of that game. 
all the Absolutely. games. Absolutely, the gratuitous sex and nudity, nudity. It's like seriously, it's like playing Game of Thrones. It is very much like playing Game of Thrones. <laughs> all right. Well, let's move on to the next thing that I want to talk about. Again, I told you all at the beginning of this podcast that I'm in a mood. And so you're all just going to bear the brunt of it. There is an article in Polygon, which is now right up there with Kotaku on my list of stupid online magazines that should never be read. They're upset about... This is a this is an article by William Antonelli. Thank you. You're you're welcome. Just be mad at it's the a, writer, not the publisher. It's, it's titled. Well, the publisher needs to edit the writer. Cyberpunk's transphobic tweet is part of a much larger issue with game marketing. Now, I want to read the tweet in question. Somebody tweeted, "I want more guys." In in and they subtweeted uh, a Cyberpunk 2077 at cyberpunk game, which said hashtag gamescon starts at, uh, as hashtag E3 ended checking Twitter cyberpunk 2077, the at cyberpunk game then tweeted back at this guy who tweeted that. Did you just assume their gender? This is the joke that they're upset about. Did you just assume their gender? I mean, I don't understand. You don't understand what? Why they're upset or you don't understand the joke? I guess both. Well, the joke is in 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 the picture that was subtweeted, there's guys in the picture, just guys. And so it's a video game. It's a video game tweet put out by a video game company has a picture of men. Okay. And so this guy says, I want more guys. Okay, so the joke is that there are, there are already too many guys from the yeah, from the guy who subtweeted. Okay, got it. All right. So then the response to that subtweet is, "Did you just assume their gender?" So this guy was being a PC social justice warrior, saying there are too many men in video games, and so this gaming company or this gaming developer. Said, did you just assume their gender? That's genius. I love it. It right. I don't see what the problem is, but this author, William Antonelli, and I will put the I will link this in the show notes if you'd like to read this trash of an article. Says, think about what the joke actually says, though. This isn't as simple as one group poking fun at how another group speaks. Rather, the phrase assuming someone's gender has become a way to make fun of how one group imagines another group speaks. It doesn't make any point aside from pointing out a stereotype that only exists in the heads of the people who already didn't like the group being mocked. I mean, I don't agree with that. I don't either. It's just Sometimes a joke is just a joke. What? I think you can take a look at society as a whole. And make a joke and say, you can't just assume anyone's gender anymore. See, see, this doesn't seem so much like a a joke, per se. The Twitter guy replying to the video game people said, I want more guys, being ironic, and he's being a, a social justice warrior, saying there aren't any women. But he's saying it very uh, surreptitiously. Is that the word of the day? It can be. Um, sure. Sarcastically. And the video game publisher replies back dissing him saying well why do you think they're all guys 
and making him look bad and like he's not social justice warrior enough. The author goes on to ask, has anyone ever laughed at this joke? Yes, I have. I've laughed. I've made that joke. I think it's hilarious. You snowflakes offended by everything just need a man up. I, I think it's it's delightfully intelligent. I do, too. Uh, now, see, uh, he said to its credit, uh, CD Project Red quickly responded to the criticism and took the tweet down. However, it was followed with a classic non-apology referring to all of those offended. Yeah, I don't care if you're offended. It's not a crime to offend somebody. I don't like you guys just need to get over it. This is this is the crap that turns me off to video games as a whole. This is the crap that turns me off to to reading publications like Polygon, like Kotaku. And if there's a way that I could block them from showing up in my feed because they get subtweeted, I absolutely would. If there's a way that I could block them from showing up in my in my Discord feed because someone's like, "Hey, look what idiot what this idiot wrote it at Kotaku. Look what this idiot wrote." wrote it i would do that unfortunately i can't i can't block it everywhere it i'm going to be exposed to it jokes like this don't matter because they're jokes that's kind of the point of the joke i don't know i, I think i'm i'm so far out of it because i i don't even really see the joke in it at all I guess using the, joke the is internet. Just... Well, here it is. Here it is. Using the internet as a trans person in 2018 is exhausting at best and a form of self harm at worst. This is doubly true for those of us who are active on Twitter. We're being bombarded with transphobic threats. This is not a transphobic threat. This is not a transphobic slur. This is nothing than saying, did you just assume their gender? That's yeah, all it is. It's not transphobic at all. And if, if anything, it's, pro-trans so and I then of course really they understand. try to bring it back to gamergate they try to bring it back to gamergate and again it's ridiculous this whole thing is ridiculous this is this is why i can't stand social media this is why i personally got off facebook i only use twitter to pimp the show like instagram's fun because instagram i can go on and look at pretty pictures i can look at I can look at, at Lord Emperor Mike Rondo and his, his sprained foot. I can go on and look at Joby One Kenobi bench pressing a car. I can go on and look at cigars. You, you do that too much. And scotch. Don't that judge you me. You can't do enough. <laughs> okay, well, see? To each their own on Instagram, you can follow what you want. And I can weed out, I can weed out the chaff. I can't do that on Twitter and Facebook. So Facebook went. Twitter's getting ready to go. Because I can't handle this stuff. This is they're trying to ruin gaming. They're trying to they're trying to censor what gaming developers are putting out. And if they're gonna censor them on Twitter, you can bet they're gonna censor them in games because guess what? Kotaku's at it again. Heather Alexandria, the social justice warrior from Kotaku, wrote a piece called Spider-Man's Take on Police Feels Out of Touch. Are you kidding me with this, Heather Alexandra? Are you kidding me? It is a video game. It is a video game that lives in a world where the cops aren't all bad. No, wait, Guess was this the one that she was just reporting about the other people who were talking about it? 
One of the earliest things you do in Spider-Man is go around activating security towers made by Oscorp, but used by the NYPD that make it easier for Spider-Man to track crimes as they happen. Narratively, these towers allow the police to better survive or surveil citizens. They also give Spider-Man access to public frequencies. They're always listening, giving out calls to car chases and telling the player about break-in attempts that Spider-Man can thwart before that crime occurs. The uncritical use of these towers struck some players, especially those who live in New York, as odd. An NYU Game Center scholar took to Twitter to note similarities between these towers and the real-world New York City security cameras that IBM recently used to make skin color profiling technology. It's a video game, lady. Yes, I just assumed your gender. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever... There's another, there's another article out there, Garrick just alluded to it, that is basically the same drivel. It's well, the same drivel. It wasn't. So the, the one that I was looking at was by Matthew Hayes from comicbook.com. And he, he talks about this. He's reporting about what these people are saying. And then I, I absolutely love it. In the middle of his write-up, he switches and he goes from reporting on what's being said to his own personal take and he says personally i didn't think twice about it because i was acutely aware that i was playing a superhero video game contrary right. to what the above article claims insomniac did not create a true-to-life new york city this is a fantasy version of the city where landmarks like the wakandan embassy sanctum Santorum, and avengers tower are as common as phone booths which that's not true but we get their idea um, and he, he goes on to explain the narrative of the surveillance towers. It's not at all what they just said in that Kotaku article. Oh, well, um, oh this Kotaku article goes even deeper. Police are great. an unimpeccable group to Spider-Man. They show no real flaws and make no mistakes. That's Lady, not true at all. Lady, it's a video game. I know it's not true. I don't even want to address whether it's true or false because it is a, it is a ridiculous statement to make to begin with. It's a video game. Take it for what it is. Entertainment. And allow yourself to be entertained. Not every platform and not every issue has to be shouted from the mountaintop on every media outlet. We don't have to do that. Because when we start doing that, you get what happens, what we just talked about, where people get offended because, did you just assume our genders? Crowley, are you a male or a female? Doesn't matter. Yes, yes, it I'm, does. I, I, because when I refer to you as a pronoun, I need to know which one to use. No, can, you don't. I can refer to you as Zim. Would you like to be known as Zim? <sighs> or Zim Zer? Zim Zalabim. Or Zay? Isn't that a Johnny Quest? Zim Zim Zalabim. I don't remember. Probably. You remember Johnny Quest? Oh yeah. Oh, everybody. Johnny Quest was an amazing cartoon. They don't, Let's do a Johnny Quest enough. podcast. Let's don't. I'll tell you what I'm. T I'm just tired of this crap that these social justice warriors are trying to push on video game developers. Look, I understand that sometimes gamers have to stand up and say enough is enough. Loot boxes, EA, enough was enough. We stood up and we said, nope, we're not going to take this. EA acquiesced. There's a word nobody uses very often. EA acquiesced, and guess what? They changed how the loot boxes are done. Yes and no. So they're actually being taken to court right now in Belgium for not changing anything in FIFA. 
what look i don't we've talked about sports video games with with the vc and and the the madden ultimate teams and the ultimate teams in the nhl and the ultimate team i believe you meant to say chell i did not nhl and so I, I we've talked about that i don't see that ever changing and maybe it will maybe it won't but i know that it changed in battlefront 2 it didn't make the game any better in fact, I would say that it probably made it worse. It but definitely made it worse because that's that's the entire progression model that that game was built on. Right. And and I didn't go back to the game. No, a lot yeah. of people didn't go back to the game. And it seems like the developers haven't gone back to the game. Like they keep putting out updates, but it's certainly not updates anywhere anyone's asking for. Yeah. So I, 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 on one hand, I'm I'm wanting to go back, but I don't think I ever will. So this is this is the thing. Like there are some things that you have to stand up and go, yeah, we're just not gonna do that. And we talk we, you speak with your wallet. You speak with the pocketbook. Capitalism, baby. You don't like it, don't buy it. Yep. And for articles like this, you it seems weird, don't click on it. Click on it. I'll tell you what I'll do with this article. I, I wish I could print it out and wipe my butt with it. Well, I mean, that's okay. You this article's you do this, you, buddy. this article. This article is, is silly. Everything about this article is silly. Yes. Yes, uh, Heather is. Al- Alexandra is a trash writer that writes trash for a may, trash writer. May I just say, in like the first 15 minutes of the game, so I guess minor spoilers, you actually get turned on by the police that are actually on uh, Fisk's side. And you have to beat up police in the first 15 minutes of the game. There's the, the police are flawless, according to Heather Alexander from Kotaku. Kotaku, you are an awful, awful magazine. You are horrible. You don't report right. You don't edit your writers. You have no fact checking. It's just stupid opinions put out by stupid writers. You need to be shut down. You need to be absolutely put out of business. Not all of Kotaku. Jason Schreier is a hero. Yeah, we've had this conversation. Sure. All right, he's a hero. Hey, on a lighter note, the Bad Gamers Anonymous on NHL 19, we still need a six. We've been trying to to uh, bribe Mike Rondo, uh, the president, CEO, and Lord Emperor of Ear Glue Media. Uh, we've been trying to bribe him to be our sixth because we all know Garrick doesn't sports ball. I tell you what, Crowley. Yeah. If you call it Chell from now on and never give anyone any guff, I swear to you, I will go out and I will buy a copy. I will be I, your sixth man, but you have to call it Chell. All right, it's Chell. Aha! I win. Let's play, let's play some Chell. Yeah, but now you have to go buy it. That's fine. I'll Chell it up. Let's Chell it up. All right, Just never chelling. mind. We got our sixth right here. We uh, You heard it first. Uh, he's gone from, he's like the water boy. He's gone from mascot to player. That's right. I am the water boy. That will be my name. Water boy, you should be the water boy. Let me know when you've bought it, uh, because if you haven't bought it by next week, I will give you all kinds of guff I'm for calling it Chell. Buy it tomorrow. That's Perfect. some high quality H two O. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> you ready to play some Chell ball? <laughs> Sports ball with the Chell. Uh, let's talk about uh, security in this in this social justice snowflake infested world. Let's talk about security yes. uh, in video games. So last week. Shiner, a friend of ours on uh, the Discord. He's actually uh, part of the NHL crew, BGA Chell. crew. Shell. He uh, he got hacked. His PlayStation account got hacked. 
And he tried to get a hold of PlayStation via chat, and they said that he couldn't because he had just talked to them. So he had to call in, and it was almost an hour wait on the phone. When he talked to the service rep, to their credit, they looked at the previous conversation and went, I have no idea how they actually accessed your account. They gave no passwords, no emails, no nothing. I don't know how they how they got access to it. And yes, this this rep immediately revoked the access. That's and he then, straight up BS. It is. He then uh, he then activated two step verification and had no issue. I've been hacked. I had to set up two step verification because I got hacked. And it was again, it was almost identical to what had happened to Shiner. I was playing and I got kicked off and it said that my password was incorrect. And so I had to get a hold of of PlayStation. And to their credit, once again, they looked into it and said, yep, you were hacked. We'll we'll go ahead and get it reset. Now, in my case, I didn't have a credit card put on the account. Shiner did. So he had he's he's now having to watch to make sure that they didn't get access to it and make sure that, you know, his identity is not being stolen. No one's using his credit card. Have you ever been hacked, Garrick, on a game I console? Actually was just recently hacked in a few of my accounts. So I had my Epic account hacked um, the same day that Shiner told us about his PlayStation account getting hacked. And then a couple days later, I actually had my Ubisoft account hacked as well. Um, so I don't know what's going on right now. But yeah, there's there's a lot of hacking going on like right now. I guess holidays are tough, man. You got to get a head start. Right. So I think there's a couple of steps. There's a good article. And again, I'll link this in the show notes. A good article uh, at uh, securityboulevard.com. There are four steps to make sure, or four tips to make sure that you don't get hacked uh, on your online gaming account. The first, I mean, phishing scams, malware scans, don't download anything. Don't click on anything from anyone that you're not, you know, 100% sure is legit. Uh, Your passwords, make sure your passwords are long and stupid. Everybody has a long, stupid password. Don't be like that guy from Spaceballs who makes it one, two, three, four. Don't do it. Mine's then, Q-W-E-R-T-Y. Of course it is. Uh, don't, uh, and then public Wi-Fi. I think this is a bigger one. I think this is a big one that we all kind of take for granted. We're out and about. We turn our f- phones on Wi-Fi mode so that we're not taking up data from our from our cell phone plans. I don't do that. I If I'm out and about, I turn the Wi-Fi off and I just go full on data. I just try not to use the data. I have unlimited data, so that's a non-issue for me. I never have Wi-Fi on unless I'm at home, in which case I don't get data for some reason. Right. I mean, on my phone right now, let me just take a look at this right here. On my my phone nic- is dead. On my I'll, nicotine-stained I'll fingers from my delicious cigars that I cannot seem to stop purchasing. Delicious. Let what, alone. You, what have you smoked recently? Well, I just got in the mail today a 15-pack. Uh, they were three fivers that I got for a deal. I was only going to order two, right? Because I have a budget every month. I don't know mm-hmm. why we've gone down this rabbit hole, but we have. It's I have fine. a budget every month, but I was able to spend an extra $10 because if I didn't spend that extra $10 to get this extra fiver. You would have had to pay shipping? It's like, no, it's like it, it would have been like losing money. Oh, okay. Okay. I got 15 crowned head four kicks. Okay. So cool. whatever that uh, last, is. Uh, last night, I dude, they're delicious. Last night, I actually smoked a uh, Arturo Fuente Hemingway short story. Mm, yes. Oh, yes. that yes is all the so Fuentes. good. 
That is so good. That's going to be my, my, my go-to winter smoke. We're way off track. That was Just our five minutes of cigar cast with Crowley. Don't, that's right. Don't, don't, don't use your Wi-Fi when you're out and about. Just on my phone right now, I have my, a PS app, my PlayStation app. I have a PlayStation Messenger. I have uh, my Steam key. I've got uh, Battle.net authentications. I've got an authenticator for all kinds of stuff on here. You just don't want your phone getting hacked because they're going to get access to all of that stuff. Yeah. So stay off public Wi-Fi. Currently, my phone is dead, and it often is dead because I'm terrible about charging it. And so even with all my two-step verifications, I oftentimes can't log in. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, well, I'll try again in half an hour or so. Right. So I just I think, you know, we just want to put out a PSA. Just do two step verification on everything and don't use public Wi-Fi. Just don't do it. I think, yeah. I think even even if you're a place like Starbucks or Barnes and Noble and you're like, oh, this uh, is good. Especially Wi-Fi. if like, you're at a place like Barnes no, and Noble or Starbucks. That's, that's an open connection. It's an open network. Anybody can have access to any uh, devices on that network. So don't do it. Just don't do it. Right. Don't, don't do it. So uh, I, I have talked before about uh, this game we're about to talk about now. We've got what, about 15 minutes left to the show, thereabouts, maybe less, maybe more, hopefully less. Uh, we're going to talk about Destiny and, and the new uh, expansion that's come out, Destiny Forsaken. Uh, we were going to have Squidney on, and Squidney couldn't come on due to you know unforeseen circumstances. So it's just the two of us. And I don't care about Destiny Forsaken. Here's what I know about Destiny Forsaken. Spoiler alert. Cade dies. That is true. Cade dies. That's all, that, that's all I know. Now, his name was Cade 9? Cade 6. Cade 6. So that makes me think that there were five Cades before him. There will probably be another Cade. However, anytime a Nathan Fillion character dies, it's sad because Nathan Fillion is amazing. And, and he should just be, he should have a beer with me sometime and a cigar. That would be amazing. Um, I'm pretty sure that he didn't do the voice acting this time around either. I, I think it's a different person. I need to find that out for sure. But it has, it does not sound like Nathan Fillion. It is that exact same kind of joking style and everything, but it doesn't sound like Nathan Fillion. And I, I just, I don't know if Bungie couldn't afford his contract anymore or didn't think it was worth it. Or was asking too much of him, and so he asked a lot more compensation in return. I don't know. For whatever reason, they decided to kill him off. So I bet you anything in one of these updates from the for the next year. Yeah, we actually, will see I just want to seven. Yeah, Cade six. Uh, it was not. That's probably why they killed him off. Is because he's he was no longer available to do it. Uh, according to an article of Forbes, you can look this up. I don't, but this is this is uh, Eric Kane, and this was from something that Nathan Fillion did with Kotaku. As a matter of fact, uh, unfortunately, things uh, these things don't work out, and it's a little bit heartbreaking. But if it has to go to someone else, then thank God it goes to someone I absolutely love, and the fans love. The character was in good hands. Uh, apparently, Nolan North, a veteran voice actor, I thought one of the best in the familiar. Yeah. So there you go. Yep. That, that's who's doing it. Nolan North is a hero. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure, did Nolan North do The Ghost, or is that Troy Baker? Yeah, I don't know, nor do I care. Let's get, so, in, let's get into Forsaken. What's new in Forsaken? So, what's new in Forsaken? The main changes are a lot of quality of life improvements, including a collection tab now. So every weapon, armor, exotic piece, whatever you find, shader, ship... 
uh, it all goes into this collection tab as part of your inventory. And you can access it anytime. You can pull stuff out of this collection tab. You don't have to constantly go visit the tower and pull stuff out of a, a vault um, and re-equip everything everywhere. You can just kind of kind of grab it out. Now, it does cost a little bit of the in-game money, Glimmer, in order to take some out every time, but it's not a big loss, really. You're, you're paying chump change for this, which is really, really nice. Um, this has been one of the most requested features since, oh goodness, beginning of Destiny 1. So it's it's nice to see this implemented. They've also integrated in triumphs into the game. Usually at the end of every year or so, they'll kind of do this ramp up triumph system where it's like, oh, you you need to do all these missions. And if you do all this stuff, then you get this special uh, emblem and special title for your character and you look cool. Um, now they've just kind of integrated it into the game naturally. So all the going through the story, getting your level high enough, getting your light level high enough, um, doing challenges in the crucible mode or in the strike missions or doing the raids, things like that. You get these small little in-game achievements and you have this in-game achievement score that you can show off to all your friends and say, this is how much stuff I've done. I really like that aspect. I like having these goals to work towards. You can actually tag them and say, I want to work towards this specific one. So whenever you pull up your map, you actually get notifications of your progress in that. The other big change in this is the weapon slot changes. So they've taken away the system where you had kinetic weapons in the top slot, energy weapons in the middle slot, and I think they call them heavy or power weapons. Power weapons. Power weapons, yeah. In the, in the final slot. And power weapons would be things like sniper rifles and grenade launchers and rocket launchers and fusion rifles. But now they've, they've kind of mixed everything. So now it's kinetic, secondary, and I think they went back to heavy. And it's based on the ammo type. So if you find a kinetic sniper rifle, which I just did the other day, you can use it in your primary slot. You can use that as your main weapon, which I think is really cool, which means you also get more ammunition for it. But it's also a separate independent ammo type. So my kinetic weapon does take secondary ammo, so I am limited. If I have a weapon in my second slot that takes primary ammo, then I'm all good. Otherwise, it splits the ammo between them. The last change... And they added a no a completely new PvPVE system into the game what? called Gambit. I really like this mode. Of so basically what it is, you have two teams of five, I believe. Two teams of five that are each fighting different enemies, and it's randomized each time you go in. Fighting different enemies on a different map. I think there's four different maps total. And you're trying to collect these, like, power orbs and then bank them into the central unit if you bank enough of them uh at the same time so if you get like five orbs and bank them you can actually send a bad guy over to your, the enemy team if you send uh 10 orbs it's like a medium blocker if you send 15 orbs it's like a heavy duty knight who comes out um so there's that challenging aspect where you're trying to mess up the other team but also Eventually, a portal opens up, and a one player from one side can go over to the other side and start killing everyone on the opposing team. 
Now this comes into play closer to the end. If you bank enough of these power orbs, you eventually call, I think it's called like the primeval or something like that. And basically the entire point of this gambit game is to kill this primeval. If a guardian dies while you're fighting it, he regenerates health. So what you want to do is wait until the enemy team summons theirs, then send somebody over, have them kill all the players, and then his health gets back up, while at the same time you're defending your guy and trying to, to kill your prime evil and protect yourself against any potential enemy player that would come over to your side. It gets really good, and it has a it has a kind of a, a level of depth for each kind of player of Destiny. If you have somebody who likes killing other players, great, there's a role for you. If you're somebody who likes to bank stuff and shoot enemies and focus on the PvE aspect, great, there's a role for you. If you want to deal just heavy, heavy damage and that is your one thing, great, you are the boss killer. So I, I really like this new gameplay. This is probably my favorite thing out of this new system. It sounds convoluted and chaotic. It really isn't. So when it was being described to me uh, before launch, it definitely sounded convoluted and confusing. Playing it, though, super easy. My second hmm. match, I knew exactly what was going on. Okay. Whatever. It's, it's, is it worth buying? Let me just ask. Is, is Forsaken worth buying? If you already liked Destiny 2 and it just didn't offer enough for you, yes, this is definitely worth buying. It's only 40 bucks. Just pick it up and go to town. If you didn't buy the previous expansions for it, if you just got out during the launch of Destiny 1, there is a collection. It's only 60 bucks. You don't have to go buy each expansion separately and spend over $80 for it. You can just buy the collection, be good to go. And right now, PlayStation Plus subscribers can actually pick up a free copy of Destiny 2. So if you've never played before, you can hop in, kind of see what the whole thing is. If you want to keep going, definitely recommend that collection. Mm. My main gripe with this, though, is that I just personally think that in Destiny, you level up way too fast. Um, when I started Forsaken, I went from level 30 to level 40 in less than a day. And that just was way too fast for me, it seemed. Like, I hopped in day three, so I was a little bit late. I kind of started playing when Spider-Man came out. Um, and the reason was I was supposed to get a free code, but I didn't. So I just bought it myself. And then there's Spider-Man, so it was very delayed. Um, and then I just bought it again on PC yesterday and am starting fresh and Forsaken. Uh, because the only reason I'm doing this is because I just pre-ordered the EVGA RTX 2080 graphics card because it was my birthday. Because ray tracing? Because ray tracing, and it was my birthday, and I got $100 uh, off from Best Buy. Happy birthday. I should have sent you a cigar. In, you should have. I Well, you know what? Maybe I will. <laughs> That's up to you, buddy. It'll be an exploding cigar. It'll be one of those ones that you light and it blows up. And then I'm okay with laughs. that, honestly. That's totally fine by me. <laughs> okay. But yeah. It's probably more expensive than a regular cigar. I don't even know. I haven't priced those. Probably is. So right, I haven't well, I haven't gotten sounds... to the very end. I'm I'm level forty five uh, or so. My light level is like four fifty. Four fifty. Okay. Yeah. I don't so know, dude. I'll give you an update. How about this, Carly? I'll give you an update. Great. Grand. Fantastic. <laughs> Everybody on the bus. Let's go. Uh I don't know. 
I, you know, I, Destiny was a good game. I'm not saying that it wasn't a good game. It certainly held my interest for a time, but that time has passed. That game came out when? Uh, originally, it came out last year. Yeah, this so game around this is, exact Destiny same time, two is 2017. Is a year old. I just, I don't, I don't have that kind of attention span. Yeah. I don't. And, I've moved and, on to other things. Like next week, we're, we were going to have Jonesy on. We're going to talk about Chell. Yes, thank you. I, look, I just need to get into it now because you and Jonesy next week are going to... I don't want to say what you're going to do because you can get your minds out the gutter. You're going to tag team me. Okay. And gonna, it's going to be chell every 20 seconds. It's going to be one chell of a good time. It's not at all. You both can go to chell. <laughs> so so my, my favorite things about Forsaken update is definitely the, the Gambit gameplay loop. Um, the new weapon changes, but they added a new weapon type that is a compound bow, and I freaking love this bow. I absolutely love this weapon. Headshots are beautiful with this thing, and it feels just like a real bow. Like, you can't, even though, so here's my one gripe, you have a compound. So a compound, by design, you pull it back, and then it takes no no energy no strength to keep it held back you have all these working parts that do all the work for you you just let go and all the energy gets released so i don't like that in the game you do only have like a few seconds before it's like your controller starts vibrating and it's like ah and then you just let go all of a sudden so you can't hold an arrow knocked on the bow which is very unrealistic okay that's all (laughs) That's all? That's all you wanted to say? That's all. All right. I like the bow. Okay, you like the bow. That's the show. Join us next week when Jonesy will be on and he'll say chow every 20 seconds. We'll be sports balling it up. We'll be complaining about Kotaku, Polygon, and God only knows what else. Chow. Thanks for for listening. We'll see you then. Chow.